This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Consolation of Philosophy by Boethius. Translated by H. R. James. Book 5. Free Will and God's Foreknowledge. Section 2 and Song 2. The True Son. I am following needfully, said I, and I agree that it is as thou sayest. But in this series of linked causes, is there any freedom left to our will? Or does the chain of fate bind also the very motions of our souls? There is freedom, said she, nor indeed can any creature be rational, unless he be endowed with free will. For that which hath the natural use of reason has the faculty of discriminative judgment, and of itself distinguishes what is to be shunned or desired. Now, every one seeks what he judges desirable, and avoid what he thinks should be shunned. Wherefore, beings endowed with reason possess also the faculty of free choice and refusal. But I suppose this faculty not equal alike in all. The higher divine essences possess a clear-sighted judgment, an uncorrupt will, and an effective power of accomplishing their wishes. Human souls must needs be comparatively free while they abide in contemplation of the divine mind, less free when they pass into bodily form, and still less, again, when they are enwrapped in earthly members. But when they give over to vices, and fall from possession of their proper reason, then indeed their condition is utter slavery. For when they let their gaze fall from the light of highest truth to the lower world where darkness reigns, soon ignorance blinds their vision. They are disturbed by baneful affections, by yielding and assenting to which they help to promote the slavery in which they are involved, and are in a manner led captive by reason of their very liberty. Yet he who seeth all things from eternity beholdeth these things with the eyes of his providence, and assigneth to each what is predestined for it by its merits, all things surveyed, all things overheard. Homer with mellifluous tongue, Phoebus's glorious light hath sung. Hemming high his praise, yet his feeble rays, Ocean's hollows may not brighten, nor the earth's central gloom enlighten. But the might of him who skilled this glorious universe to build is not thus confined, not earth's solid rind, nor night's blackest canopy baffle his all-seeing eye. All that is, hath been, shall be, in one glance's compass he, and, save his, no eyes, all the world survey, no none, him then truly name the sun. End of Book 5 Free Will and God's Foreknowledge Section 2 and Song 2 The True Sun